Productions THC podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at boygob.com and the YouTube and the Facebook page. And right off the bat, everything is fucked up and I wouldn't expect to have it any other way. Joe, how was your week? Uh, Tom, it was a week, you know, it was a... Uh... Just a week of doing shit and, you know, trying to get stuff and stuff is either done. That's your week. Joe, it was was a a great just sitting there. Another week and I can't wait for you to get on your uh, old phone and try it that way. I think that's the, the way to go with this is. Your good old phone, Joe. What do you think? Yep. There we go. So Joe will be back in a minute, and hopefully, I don't know where to fucking go. Hopefully, we won't have this goofy bullshit next week, and he'll just start off on his phone because he knows that's the one that will work. But that's okay. I hope everybody out there had a uh, had a good had a great week just just a swell fucking week uh i had another one it was another week of uh scrambling trying to get some work in luckily i got some in so thank you for that joe is back so we will pop him back on here and uh do that and we are back at it look at that the picture quality is so much better there's no lag. You can hear it. It is fantastic. Joe, I was almost about to get into my week, but as we do, how was your week, Joe? Uh, my week was, uh, again, finding out that this uh, 
internet service that Lisa upgraded to fiber is uh, not worth the shit. Again, I told you all that last week, don't do that. It's a, uh, don't upgrade your service. If there's nothing wrong and they keep coming around, don't fucking do it. Uh, they're eventually going to do it to you anyway, but don't do it now because it is just a fucking piece of shit and it sucks. But other than that, the week was, hey, it's the week. It's another week of <laughs> Awaiting for people to pay invoices. Uh, some people have paid invoices. Other people that uh, that I've told, you know, hey, you need to get your shit done because I know you guys have major deadlines. Please get this done so I don't have to tell you to go fuck yourself because I like you. They have not gotten it done, so we'll see what happens with that. You know, uh, I don't know. That's that's the worst when you're always trying to be on top of everybody else's shit because you already know. Yeah, yeah, and they're gonna say, "Oh yeah, we need this," or like really quick. But otherwise, you know, I've got like five, six other people ahead of you that did pay their shit. So, just I'm always looking out. I'm right. always looking out for you. Why aren't you looking out for me? Why do you want this rushed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, Tom. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had another week of just, you know, wondering what the fuck I'm doing. And <laughs> when it's all going to come uh, crashing down and how sustainable really is this and for how fucking long. And uh, one of these days, Joe, it's going to. It's going to turn around and I won't have to worry about such things, but we'll certainly get to that. (laughs) Get to our top 10 list. If only I had that alligator shirt to hold up again, (laughs) but yeah, uh, finished and molded a sculpture here today. Really not feeling it like the last few fucking sculptures I've been doing like pretty much the last few for the past 18 years i'm all excited to fucking all right yeah i'm gonna sculpt this and then i get halfway through it and i'm just like i'm so fucking done with this story of my fucking life but uh well it comes out to to me it feels like because i've done a bunch of shit i've added some cool shit to the website uh but it doesn't seem to matter people don't like give a fuck i guess because i'm not selling much of shit and there's stuff that i think it's like hey this is this is really fucking good but nothing like people aren't biting on anything maybe maybe they're in in shitty situations like i am and don't have money to spend on like something like a fucking t-shirt i don't know but uh but it is uh it is a bit depressing tom it is a bit uh, worrisome (laughs) on my part yeah, this has definitely been the uh, worst for first quarter in a few years. And first quarters are usually always, excuse yeah. me, bad. But this one, for some reason, seems extra bad. I like, I haven't contemplated what I'm going to do for work in, like, five years. Just like, oh, am I going to, should I go out and find something? I'm not really <laughs> qualified for much. and. Not a whole hell of a lot of places let you wear a hat. Like, yeah, I got to go buy some nice pants, I guess. (laughs) And what the fuck are nice pants? (laughs) I would have to buy pants. 
Yeah, I don't know. Something, something's got to turn around, or that heart attack's got to hit Joe. One or the other. Hopefully, I get uh, the orders that I received last week out first. So, if you were one of the few who placed an order last week, thank you. I appreciate it. You are helping me just get by, and I appreciate that. At least I still had a credit card to get these guys. Mm. Well, Joe, I didn't watch much because most of my week was spent uh, spent curled in a ball crying. <laughs> so, did you watch anything? I watched a movie called The Damned, Tom. Mm. This sounds pretty fucking scary, doesn't it? Because they're damned. You know, whoever... They are that are damned. Doesn't it sound scary? Uh, not really. It's not. No, it's not. This is about a family, an estranged kind of family that is uh, vacationing in Colombia. Colombia, Tom. And uh, it's a guy with his new fiance and his uh, daughter from previous marriages there with a friend and her new boyfriend. They're cruising around or whatever. The dad's trying to like, hey, you need to come back home, come to the wedding. She's like, oh, you know, who's this lady trying to be my mom? She's not going to be my mom ever. You know, trying to, you know, that typical shit. And, uh, you know, they're they're driving back to the vacation home to go get their passport so they can go back to good old freedom, love in America when they... Uh, they're driving and there's a mudslide because it's raining real bad you see tom so they have to walk and they see this old hotel so they go to this old hotel and there's an, just an old man there yeah yeah y'all come on in and you know not being polite guests when he tells them just stay here let's wait this out they go exploring the hotel and they find a little girl that's locked up in the basement room so you know the first thing you think when a girl's locked up is, man, this guy's a crazy pedophile. But the second thing you should think, Tom, is, hey, maybe this girl is like the fucking devil or a monster. <laughs> and they've got her, like, trapped in here for a reason, you know? Right? Wouldn't you think that second? Well, I wouldn't think that. I would think, well, what did she do to get locked up? Yeah, that well, would be the first thing. The pedophile thing would definitely be the first. It's, it's number one for sure, the pedophile thing. But, like, if you're in a horror movie, then you got to think, oh, yeah, this girl's locked up for a fucking reason and uh, not going to fuck with anything, not going <laughs> to let her out because that would just advance the plot of this movie. But, you know... They're in a movie, so they advance the plot, let her out, and it turns out this little girl has a demon inside her that, you know, just uh, starts killing them off, you know, one by one. And the thing with this demon, Tom, it turns out whoever kills the person that hosts the demon, the demon will then take over them. So... What can you do? You can't kill the demon unless you want the demon to infect you. Or, you know or what whatever. you can do? Lock a little girl up in a basement, Tom. That's what you can do. You can rehabilitate that demon. <laughs> there goes the phone. Yeah. 
it got pretty good though. It wasn't out of focus or anything when it was falling. I was able <laughs> to see all the keys clearly. Yeah. So it, this whole movie is just like that back and forth, like, oh, you know, it's the demon. Well, who's the demon now? Um, it sucks. It's really like a movie that looks like they spent a little bit of money on, but not on, again, not on the writer and not on uh, making anything suspenseful. Uh, not good. I would not recommend this movie. It, this is a, not a very old movie, but fuck it. Who cares, you know? Who cares? It sucks. Are you trying to get into the uh, stream through your laptop too? I was, yeah, so I could see the okay, Yeah, because I see it down there. I was trying to figure out what the hell happened. Oh. <laughs> I see. Joe, it sounds like a real winner. It is not, Tom. It is not. The damned. Well, Joe, I watched a movie called Spinning Out of Control. It started out great. It was a maid in a motel. She runs down the stairs after one of the uh, guests, and she just smashes her in the fucking head with an ice bucket. My God! The the maid. She okay. smashes the guest in the head with an ice bucket and says shit like, Oh, you get your own ice. I told you there's only one set of towels per guest. If so why, did, li- why did she do this? It's like the guest checks in, goes to get some ice, and then just gets smacked in the head. And that's, you know, she just a little more set up, you know? No, if that's how it starts. A movie. Oh, okay. That's how it starts. This is like the first 30 seconds of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So she's just beating her in the head with this bucket, just saying shit like pissed off maids would say when they're fed up. And then it cuts to one year later. Like Gringos? Does she say that a lot? No, this it wasn't very accurate because it was a white (laughs) lady. Nope, not right. So uh, it cuts to one year later, and she's uh, getting released from a getting mental Getting up inst- from getting hit by the head? <laughs> no, I don't know what happened to the victim. Mm. But the maid, like, she's getting out of jail in the, or the mental asylum or whatever, wherever the fuck she was. And she's getting released back into society. And uh, long story short, she becomes obsessed with a celebrity spin instructor. You know what a spin instructor is, Joe? They hustle people on bicycles? On stationary bikes. Yeah. It's uh these she wins a contest from the celebrity spin instructor. She gets one of these bikes with a monitor on it and a month of uh training with her, and then uh she just becomes obsessed and she spins out of control, Joe. It's uh, it's almost, almost being able to uh, be recommended is like a bad movie to watch <laughs> and shit, but it turns out this was like some made for lifetime shit, so there wasn't any like real gore or swearing or anything. Like if it had some like real exploitation elements in there, it probably would have been pretty funny. I mean, not good. Like it was a good movie, but a funny piece of shit you can laugh at. 
other than that, I mean, I'd like to see the first 30 seconds of this movie turned into an actual full-length movie <laughs> where it's just a pissed-off maid at a hotel beating the shit out of the guests with ice buckets and shit. <laughs> so that was the movie that they had in there, but they just decided not to follow that. Yeah, they just had to show you that, oh, she's crazy and unhinged. So, yeah, after that, I mean, it's just stereotypical tropes of, like, what do you think a crazy bitch would do? Oh, she kidnaps her in the cabin of the woods and shit like that. But, uh, I mean, there's no, like, swearing or heavy gore, tits popping out or anything like that. Like, if it had those exploitation elements, it'd probably be a hoot. But other than that, it was just kind of, (laughs) oh, what are you watching this for, Tom? (laughs) because black history month happy (laughs) black history month everybody yeah uh you're a middle-aged white lady you probably seen this shit uh yeah i don't know what was it called spinning out of control Mm. because it's spin Spin class class. yeah Yeah. (laughs) And I'm guessing because when did spin classes start? Maybe about eight years ago. So this is somewhat recent. No, I mean it came out this year. <laughs> like it was a recent release and all that shit. That's why I watched it because it said 2023. But uh yeah, I can't really recommend it. If it wasn't made for fucking lifetime and had a little more mmph to it. It probably would have been pretty fucking funny. Like if she fucking, she got all sweaty and she slipped off the seat of the bike and just landed on the pole and she said, oh, my cunt. Like that would probably. Or suck her arm out as she's falling it, like, you know, goes through the spokes of another bike, you know, and then, yeah, gets fucked up like that. Yeah. Something, but no, no, I mean, there's not really a class, it's like a personal trainer thing. It's just like her on her bike in her empty, fucking obvious, a mental fucking case lives in this fucking desolate house, like all the other houses on the block, except hers that clearly looks like somebody with mental problems or a severe low income has. So it looks like my house on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, uh, if it just had a little more, but again, we'll get to movies just needing a little bit more to almost be good towards the end of the show. Joe, what'd you watch? Are you a fan of Jess Franco? Fuck no, I'm I'm a fan of Franco-American. That's what I'm a fan of, Joe. Well, Jess Franco, a very prolific filmmaker that made maybe a movie a week, has a ton of fans, and I've never been able to figure out why. Uh, I've seen a lot of his movies. Uh, some of his early shit is okay. But then I guess he got to that let's make a movie a week phase and started making shit like this. The Hot Nights of Linda. 
See this chick sucking on a banana here, Tom? <laughs> because it's supposed to be a penis, but unless yeah. you're distributing pornography, you can't put that on the cover. Yeah, and it's not pornography. I guess uh, back in the day, this might have qualified as soft porn and made it to Cinemax. But uh, let me see if I can remember the plot, the very thin plot that's in this. Um, okay, this hot babe goes to i guess a employment agency and says hey what you got oh you can go and be a uh a nurse here for this one guy he's infirm and he's got a, a daughter that is crippled and this other daughter is crazy okay i'll take the job so she goes home starts reading a book starts masturbating falls asleep <laughs> She's dropped off in this island where all this shit's going on. And, yeah, the, the crippled girl, she's just naked all the time. And everybody fucks her. The dad <laughs> she can't get away? Yeah, the dad, the guy that she's there to, to take care of, he's not infirm at all. He's just a guy that's walking around and, you know, you don't see him too much. There's another daughter that likes to suck on bananas every once in a while. And that's this chick. And, uh... That's that's about it. That's all this movie's got going on, you know. Um, there's some other shit, like maybe the dad murdered... No, the dad did murder his wife. And one of the daughters saw it, and that's why she's horny all the time. Because she saw her mom get murdered as her mom was fucking around with somebody else. Yeah, there you go. That's the crux of the plot there, Tom. Until... Until fi fine lady that took this job wakes up at the end of the movie, Tom. This was all a dream. She wakes up, gets up out of bed, and then you zoom in on that fucking sexy book she was reading. The end. The end. Hot Nights of Linda. <laughs> Coming soon to a for sale box near yeah, you. Definitely. <laughs> gonna be for sale yeah if you're in, into just franco and like i said i've seen a few this is it that all his movies are like <laughs> this they're just a bunch of fucking bullshit with uh with some hot babes the one that they say this girl sucking on this uh on this banana they say oh yeah that was uh franco's muse uh, he loved her and, like everything's like she is so hot she's not that hot she looks kind of dirty to me like she needs a fucking bath or something even then you're like yeah i don't know man i really don't know uh there was this other chick that was in a lot of his movies i don't remember her name but it doesn't matter because she's not in this movie i'm talking about right now but uh, this movie i'm talking about right now doesn't matter either like i would not suggest it i would not suggest most of just franco's stuff and uh i don't know if you like it if you like his shit maybe you're just trying to be edgy Maybe you were looking for something that, like, you got to collect and you got to be that guy that's like, oh, I'm the Just Franco guy. You know, I, I know his movies or whatever. Well, all right, man. You found your niche, I guess, but, uh, but you're dumb. You're fucking dumb. That's the dude who looks like heroin addicted Stan Lee, right? He's kind of a fat dude. He's got a beard. Uh, he played the trumpet or the saxophone or something because there's a lot of his movies that have like a you know a lot of jazz music 
and they'll show him like playing or whatever. And <laughs> Is that how you play the trumpet? Like you're rocking a baby? That, that was the, <laughs> the saxophone. You play the saxophone like that. Huh? Oh, do you? Trumpet. You play like this. No, I think that's uh, a tuba. That's the trombone. Uh, oh, we're both the wrong. tuba. You play like this. I think that's a drum. <laughs> no, Tom, the drum. You play like this. It's fat guys that play the drum. So what? You saw the cover of this uh, Blu-ray DVD as you were going through your stuff and you said, hey, everybody's out of town this weekend. I'm going to do some whacking off. And then you no, put this like on. Like I said, I've seen his movies. I know they're not erotic and not to me. <laughs> you know, it's not anything that would get me fucking going or anything. Uh, yeah. But no, I did put it on because, hey, you know, the kids aren't going to walk out and uh, there's going to be like some really lousy sex scene going on. <laughs> like that time we watched Skyscraper. Yeah. The children kept going. <laughs> hey, what's going on in here? Well, Anna Nicole's getting raped. In the end. He's from Texas. <laughs> mm. That wasn't even the most uncomfortable thing that happened that night. So what did you watch, Tom? Joe, what did I watch? I watched the Fred Williamson classic, Soda Cracker. Have you heard of this one? I've not heard of that one. Have you ever heard anybody call saltines soda crackers? I've never heard this terminology. Nor have I until I watched the movie, Soda Cracker, starring and directed by America's Rose, Fred Williamson. Uh, it's called Soda Cracker because he eats them. So his <laughs> cop buddies nicknamed him Soda. And they keep calling him Soda throughout the movie. So I got a little smirk every time they uh, said that shit. But uh, in this one, Fred Williamson is a cop. Who plays by his own rules. So and soda has nothing to do with his cocaine addiction then. No, he just he likes to eat crackers. Okay. <laughs> and not white girls. Women. Holes, white women. Yeah. No. He is in a relationship with them. Again, because unless it's a Larry Cohen movie, he's always in a romantic relationship with a white lady. I've noticed that. <laughs> but um yeah, so, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, his partner gets shot outside a Cubs game, and, uh, you know, he doesn't really give a fuck. He, he runs to him, he's like, oh, he's dead, and then he goes to try and find the gunman, and now he's out for revengeance to uh, take down the gunman, which is a guy who, he knows who he is who did it, but he can't prove it, and then, uh, the evil guy who shot his, I was going to say boyfriend, but his fucking partner. <laughs> uh, he starts killing everybody who's close to Soda Cracker. And he really doesn't seem to give a fuck. 
like he'll run up to the person who just died and he's just like and then he just goes out for revengeance so like the whole plot of the movie is him wanting to kill this guy who killed his partner and everyone's close to him but when they die he doesn't really show any emotion about it he doesn't even stop for a second and go even when his fucking girlfriend dies he doesn't like like embrace her or anything like that it's just like oh gotta go get him gotta go get him and then he gets him he kills him he gets up walks away and the credits start <sighs> like fred williamson was fred williamson in it so if you're a fred williamson fan he delivers on that part but uh the movie really isn't that good the uh, best laugh I had in it where they're outside the Cubs game, him and his partner's talking, and Fred Williamson's getting stared down by some kids. And he's just like, go on, go on, get out of here. Just go see the game or whatever. And his partner's like, like that, they're going to grow up thinking that we're all pigs. He's just like, yeah, we should teach him a lesson. You get the little one with the with the curly hair, and I'll get the other one and kick him in the nuts. That just made me laugh thinking of Fred Williamson kicking a little kid in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, beyond that, it's it's not the best. There's a lot of fucking filler in it. There's like legit 10, 12 minutes of just filler. Like uh, there's a club scene where they let the lady sing her whole song, not just a highlight reel, the best of it's the whole song. And they're just panning to people in the audience just smoking and smiling listening to this fucking lady <laughs> sing and goes on for a while joe Taking goes on for... from uh rudy ray moore there huh no i mean those are a little more entertaining just because of how ridiculous everything is and there's a lot of rump shaking and shit like that but yeah this one ah <sighs> I wish I could say it was as fucking awesome as Night Vision, but it wasn't. So, uh, yeah. I think it was called something else. I can't remember, but uh, I can't recommend it. Unless you're a Fred Williamson fan, then I guess watch it. But Which is why you watch it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Can't win them all, Joe. It was better than South Beach, I'll say that. Watching this, it made me think, man, they missed out by not making more fucking Fred Williamson Wings Hauser movies. Because the only one we got was original gangsters, and Wings Hauser's barely in the fucking thing. Yeah, he is, and that's a shame. Yeah. Still time somebody out there with about 20 bucks to spend, you can still make that movie. I just don't have the time or effort. Sorry. It was fucked up, man. Uh, I don't know if you're uh, aware of the Griot channel, but uh, it's a Byron Allen TV channel, and he has a bunch of shows on there. And uh, there was some game show. It's where they have a bunch of celebrities on the on the dais and there's two contestants they're asked a question 
and the celebrities answer it and the uh, contestant has to say, are they right or wrong? $500 was the big prize. And one of the (laughs) contestants, or not contestants, but one of the people on the dais was John Lovitz. And it was at that time that I got really depressed because I was like, fuck, I could probably, you know, pay John Lovitz to for something at this point in my life. <laughs> and that's kind of fucked. And then I seen like he started working conventions and shit, and it was just depressing. Ah, <sighs> fuck. Everybody needs money, Joe. Yeah. So this uh this Grio channel, like this yeah. is like a what, like a streaming channel or what the fuck is it? Because I've I've never heard of this. Antenna. It's like the black antenna channel. Uh-huh. So I mean they used to show a bunch of black exploitation movies and shit. I don't know what the fuck happened. But uh, yeah, that's usually on unless it's Cozy TV or Me TV. Okay. But Grio's usually one that's on the shop if I have the TV on. Well, yeah, I usually don't flip around to the uh, antenna shit. So maybe I have that. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe. I wouldn't say go out of your way to watch it, but <laughs> I'm sure you have Bucktown on a Soul Cinema DVD somewhere. I'm sure, yeah. And I've got to go and rewatch a lot of that stuff when I get to it, too, because that might end up in the uh, in the old uh, box, because usually it was a good one paired with a shitty one that I don't care about, so I don't know. You got Cotton Comes to Harlem. I do. And then you got Hell Comes to Harlem on the mm-hmm. same disc. Yep. What was the good one? Not cotton. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you? I think it's your turn there now, eh? I watched a movie called Walk Away Joe. Mm. And this is about a kid in Louisiana. You know, this kid's supposed to be like 14 year old, but looks like they cast somebody that's maybe 17. 18 or so and he's living in a home with his mom and dad and they seem to be fighting a lot his dad's always out uh always out shooting pool and he's taught this kid how to hustle pool how to be really good at playing nine ball tom and uh sometimes he goes with him to the bars and you know they'll set it up i bet this kid can beat anybody in this bar blah 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 well anyway the dad just fucking ups and leaves that says fuck it tired i'm tired of this woman you know i'm i'm out of here and the kid like idolizes his dad doesn't see what a piece of shit he is so he decides the next day you know what i'm out of here too i'm gonna go find my dad and so he sets out on the road tom and as he's on the road he's picked up by a guy in an rv an older gentleman in an rv what would you think right there you'd think this guy's driving an RV. He's a fucking pedophile, you know, to begin with. And to solidify it, he picks up a young boy on the side of the road. Hey, double whammy, this guy's a pedophile. But no, Tom, this is just a, a good older guy that wants to help out. Help him out, you know. And he's got problems. To help him out of those pants. He's estranged from his own son because he left. 
at one time because he had some problems or whatever. I don't know. They're traveling along. They learn a little bit about each other. The son finds the dad again. The dad owes people money. They have to rip off money from the old man in the Winnebago. And then the son has to play the dad in a nine ball tournament. Fucking heavy shit, right? No, it's not. But it could have been had they cast the right kid. Uh, the kid sucks. Everybody else is pretty good. And you can tell because this kid's got kind of like curly hair. You know, he's got a pale looking face that they were trying to cast Shia LaBeouf. But Shia LaBeouf's older than that now. I mean, I'm sure Shia LaBeouf could still play a 14-year-old kid because he's that fucking talented. But that's what they were looking for. Somebody with Shia LaBeouf's talent. Shia LaBeouf, he's just a fucking great actor. And uh, this kid just doesn't match up to what they were looking for, man. Uh, the movie suffers for it. <laughs> Walk Away Joe. Nah, don't watch. So people are like, oh, yeah, Harry Dean Morgan. He's real good. I like had to look him up. Who the fuck is this guy? Uh, so this guy was in The Walking Dead and in Supernatural. Two fucking things that I don't care about, but I know that they're popular. Uh, and he was okay. He is also... <laughs> No Shia LaBeouf, though. He was also in Rampage, the movie based on the hit video game, Rampage. Oh, I was like, that's not Harry <laughs> Dean Stanton. You know, this guy's no. too fucking, you know, it's Harry Dean Stanton, skilly as fuck. Oh, Harry Dean <laughs> Morgan. Okay. Mm. But yeah, I, I don't recommend this movie. Mm. <laughs> Well, Joe, my last movie is this one, Mutilations. Mm. Have you heard of it? I have not. That figures because it's not very good. Pretty ambitious, but not, not very good. It uh, starts out with a bunch of drunks around a fire, and you can clearly tell that uh, something's wrong with the audio. It's, you know, it sounds weird to say, but you know, when you're watching a movie and you could tell, yeah, this is probably ADR'd. It wasn't, wasn't recorded on set. Just something seems really off with the audio. Like I get it. A camera is just a series of pictures flashing and you string them together to make a movie and put your audio on there. But Something was just off about the audio. And it turns out that that was the least of my problems, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about a uh, a group of students. They go with their uh, college teacher up into the woods to look at stars because they're astrology students. But it turns out that a uh, UFO crash landed there. And uh, these dinosaur aliens are there with their little tentacle xenomorph-ish mouth hands. And they wreak havoc. Ah, shit, Joe. There's some stop motion in it. There's some uh, fake dinosaur alien legs that they made that they just pick up and move. 
like they had money to make the whole monster and ah shit there's a stop motion skinned cow that like god bless you for trying and doing the stop motion and shit but it looks like a seven-year-old made it out of play-doh the rear projection is very very bad those people who don't know what rear projection is it's uh you have a projector and you're projecting something you already shot on it and uh, you either have some kind of stop motion or uh, somebody acting in front of it or something and it's supposed to blend in and look like it's you know it it's just seamless. It's supposed to look seamless, Joe. Like what would be an example, like from another movie, or stuff that looks so shitty? I mean, I'm sure Clash of the Titans uses it. A lot of Ray Harryhausen stuff. Just nothing's really sticking out. Mm-hmm. But uh, this stuck out because it was very, very bad, Joe. <laughs> One of their film stock looks like. They just got cheap film stock to shoot it in. And the other film stock looks like they got really cheap film stock, stepped on it, poured bleach on it, and then shined a flashlight in back of it. It was uh, it was some of the some of the worst I've ever seen. Uh, the acting is very bad. There's some really weird camera angles. The dialogue sucks. I could see why some people would think, "Oh, this is this is a hoot. This is a this is a laughably bad and fun, yeah. entertaining bad movie." But so bad it's good. Yeah, it's not though. Uh, is this one of the <laughs> syndrome type thing? No, this is a massacre video. I got it many, many years ago at a Days of the Dead show in Chicago. And uh So do not buy. Got nah. It. I mean you can't now because it's out of print and going for like 70 bucks on eBay. Or at least that's what I have it listed for mm-hmm. on eBay. <laughs> so uh not staying in the old collection. Uh t- there's a behind-the-scenes interview uh, making of, as they call it now, when they just interview a bunch of people about the movie to talk about the movie. I guess that's a making of now, <laughs> even though they're just sitting in the same room. I don't know if they filtered it to look like pig fucking shit because the movie looks like pig fucking shit, but uh, it was bad and it was boring. Just everything about this is bad and boring. The first watcher I get on the auction, I'm going to offer them 50 bucks for it, and hopefully they bite. <laughs> uh, not mm, Maybe if you're a mystery science theater fan, you might, you might get more mileage out of this than uh, old me, but nah. I tried. I remember when I first got it, I thought it was pretty boring and shit, and too. I don't know why I didn't get rid of it then, but I now it's just, <laughs> yep, now I know. Well, 
Well, Tom, I went back to see what old Ilsa was up to. Everybody's out of the house. I'm going to pull my wiener in the living room. Yeah, I figure I can watch this one uh, during the day now. And And, uh, look, it's a legit release this time from the folks over at Cheesy Movies, Tom. With a Z? Yeah. Cheesy. <laughs> Cheesy movies. Uh, yeah, so Il- Ilsa, Tom, is back. But remember in the last movie I told you how she was tied to the bed and then the Nazi army came on and just fucking shot her? It's like, hey, we got to hide all evidence of this. Well, uh, this is in Earth 2, Tom. Because she's alive, and she is uh, working for a sheik. And what she does is train his harem to, uh, you know, trains them how to fuck properly, trains them how to be, <laughs> be uh, a good female slave servant or whatever. And he abducts women that, that he sees and likes. So at the beginning, you have three crates being delivered, and they open them up, and it's, hey three you know amply breasted women that that are delivered you know and these women they don't wear tops throughout the movie so that's <laughs> pretty cool but they do fit them with a chastity belt tom do you know what a chastity belt is i do yeah so this, this little gimmick you put over the head of your penis so you can't come and it has a lock on it well that's a little different I mean, <laughs> Whatever's going on in your place, that's cool. Strokes but this one is like in this movie, it's a big lock that goes right over the top of the the uh, genitalia of a woman. And uh, when they open it up with the key, it opens up just to show her snatch. Uh, really weird. But anyway. You know, Ilsa's got a pretty good gig here. This time she's got two uh, two girls in the back. You can see them there. These, she's got these Nubian girls that are always uh, either. I don't think you should be. Oh, no, it's you can. It's February. Yeah. I'll allow it. They are uh, masters of karate, Tom, but the very extreme. Shako! Hamahula! <laughs> yeah. And they do this karate while they're oiled up and naked. That's the only way they can do it. And they're pretty good at it when they do it. What the fuck? They do like a high kick and slip and hit their head. They don't do any. Well, yeah, they, they do some kicks, I guess. Um... <laughs> so the thing is, the sheik, he's kind of a dick, not releasing oil to the people like the way they want. And America wants to go in there and try to convince him, hey, release some more oil because America is an oil-guzzling country. You know, so there's a little bit of realism this time in there. And uh, Ilsa falls in love with the guy that's a, that's an agent. And, you know, she fucks him. And she's like, man, I like the way this guy fucks. So she's going to turn heel on the Sheik. And we're supposed to forget all the torturing and bad shit she did because she's the hero now, Tom, of this movie. And 
it's not as good as the last one. You know, it has all the shit there. It has a shitload of nudity. It has some like crazy, perverse, stupid shit that's going on. Uh, it's got an outrageous plot that you know just you know is just way out there. But it it's not as good. And I think it's because that Nazi element is missing. That other movie was so fucking ridiculous. And you're thinking the whole time, holy shit, this isn't a concentration camp. And they're trying to fucking tell you, oh, you know, we're warning you that this could happen again. That's why we're showing it to you. Uh, so without that, I don't think this is as good a movie. Had I never seen that other movie, this would have been like, holy fuck, this is crazy. But you've seen it all before in the first one. But I would still recommend this. This is a... This is a an outrageous exploitation movie. This is among like like the other Ilsa among the like craziest exploitation movies I've seen. Um one of the things Ilsa does is she develops a way to kill people using these slave girls that they have by like putting some kind of chemical inside their pussy that reacts <laughs> the semen. So when guys come in them the chemical will just make them both blow up. You know, it's a bomb. <laughs> it's a human bomb. And hey, Tom, when you're done with slaves, what do you do with them? When you, when you're done with sex slaves, what do you think people do with them? Try and resell them if they're frugal like I am. Right? Yeah, you got to resell. You know, it's like you take you them know? to the used DVD slash slave store. <laughs> Put a good price on them. Okay. But first, you know. I got this box I take to conventions. <laughs> it's a little bit bigger than the DVD box. Yeah. So, and like what we like to do is, you know, dust off the cover, you know, make sure the disc is looking right. So, Ilsa also has this idea. These slaves, uh, harem girls that the sheik is no longer interested in. They're going to put them up for auction. But she wants to fatten them up first, you know, have them eat a shitload of food so they can get fat. So she doesn't want to sell them? Because that's what the villagers in Arabia like, is like disgusting fat women that just sit around eating donuts. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so what... Go to America. <laughs> yeah. Huntsville, <laughs> Alabama is the place for you. So This is one of the ridiculous things in this movie, uh... Uh, it's just, it's an Ilsa movie, I guess. <laughs> so I think I have three more of these to watch, and I'll get to them, Tom. I'll get to them. So it sounds like you would have liked this one more if it started out with like a disclaimer that said, in the Middle East, people <laughs> are running wild, chopping off clits, and you're going to see a lot of that shit in this movie. But, hey, we don't condone it at all. Enjoy. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I think that's funny as shit. <laughs> ah, female genital mutilation. What else can you laugh at if you can't laugh at that? Am I right, Joe? Hey, d these movies are definitely not for you, Tom, because like, like I said, there's a lot of uh, big-breasted women, and that is definitely not your thing. But I would recommend... Yeah, you know, the key word missing from there to make me want to watch these movies hasn't been said yet, Joe. And that key word? 
farts. <laughs> and these, these bitches fart or what? <laughs> There's the one of the fat chicks when they're showing the progression of how she's fattening them up. And that's not how people get fat. They don't turn from just like a skinny hot broad into some big fucking balloon over a couple of months. But uh, yeah, one of them that they show just sitting there happy eating, you know, that's the way she wants to get them. She burps, Tom. And then shits her pants. Probably. Like, oh, yeah. Well, she burped and she farted and she shit on the floor from the gas from her ass, blew a hole in the wall, and the moon shined brighter than the nipple on her tit. And the harem whacked her with a bucket full of shit. Do 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 Good one, Tom. Thank you. My dad used to sing that drunk, but without <laughs> the harem part. I didn't watch shit else, though. All right. So aside from that, you watched... Uh... Well, we didn't make us fucking theme or or anything for old warlock, did we? No. <laughs> oh, Joe, this one was almost good. Everything about this movie was almost it was almost there, but it just it just fumbled right as they were about to fucking get to that goddamn finish line they fumbled the ball or somebody pants them and they just ran off and cried <laughs> it was oh, it was almost good almost it was like oh this is almost a good but it wasn't everything about it was just so lame it was is better than the last one i'll say that and they tried they tried more but fuck joe tell everybody about how the boy witch is setting out to collect the infinity stones okay so this movie is not a sequel to warlock this is not warlock 2 this is warlock the armageddon this is a totally different movie that just so happens to feature the same guy playing a warlock it is what they call a sequel in name only and this one starts out in old times you know so they spent a little money on some costume and some horses uh you know we're in old times and it says hey once uh, every so many years the devil has a chance to be born again in the world and you know a baby will come and herald what? In the herald in satan into the world but druids will stop him so, yeah, we have druids, ladies AKA there. A.K.A. Jedi. Giving birth, but the druids are there to stop them. But who comes along to fuck up the druids? The Christians. Christians think druids are Satan worshipers, and pretty much they are. So you go, Christians. Uh, they stop it, but some jewels. There's some jewels that have something to do with power or something, and they're scattered. They're scattered. Boom, flash to modern day. And it's that time again, you know. But first, we're introduced to a few characters, Tom. We're introduced to, to a young boy that's picked on. You know, it's like he lives with his dad. And, you know, there's a, a you know, pretty girl that he's got a thing for. But 
you know, he's just kind of a goofy kid, Tom. Anyway. I like the deepness of he's getting picked on and he was reading X-Men comics. So I'm sure he felt a deep connection with those characters and they did their research and that's why they gave him an X-Men comic because he was getting picked on. Mm-hmm. Oh, you read comics, you punk. Yeah, so he gets picked on for that. And rightly so. If you read comics and you're in high school, you're going to get picked on. That's the way it goes. Or at least it did then. I don't know about now. I'm not in high school now, thankfully. Uh, or I'd probably be picked on again. Anyway. anyway you'd be picked on so much, you'd say, fuck all this and drop out. Probably. <laughs> um, so now we uh, we cut to another place, and there's this chick that's uh, getting ready to have a date. Somebody's coming over, and she's you know getting ready to do some fucking but. What the fuck's going on here? All of a sudden, she's feeling kind of weird, and boom, she's pregnant, Tom. She's pregnant, and her fucking belly's growing, and then she just fucking shits out some blob on the floor. and uh, Almost cool. And her dog goes to, like, almost hey, cool. Is this blob? And the blob, like, reaches out and grabs the dog and kills the dog. But it's one of those little almost dogs cool dogs that barks a lot. And I'm usually like, hey, don't kill the dog this time. Pomeranian, I want to say. Maybe. Yeah, something like that. Some, you know, foofy dog or whatever. Um, I, I felt no sympathy for it. And then from that blob starts to grow the warlock. Or like, the gin. The gin. Old Julian Sands from the first movie. He's back. And... And you see his penis in this one. I wasn't looking that close, Tom. I saw that he was naked and I turned away, unlike Tom, who was like pressing the stop button. No, I did because my mom was saying, Oh, all these movies with the with the chicks and the boobs. I was like, Hey, look his penis for you. <laughs> Very good of you, Tom. She pretended she didn't hear me. She saw it. Um <laughs> uh, okay, so then you know, he's uh, contacted by Satan or whatever, saying, hey, you got to collect all these gems that are scattered around. And uh, the first one's in San Francisco, Warlock. So go to San Francisco. So the rest of the movie, or at least the next, you know, 30 minutes, entails the Warlock getting from place to place, you know. I mean, the whole movie's a fucking road trip thing. It is, it is. And he gets on the General Lee, a, bo- a bootleg General Lee, uh, has the number six on it, and goes to San Francisco, goes to a fashion show. <sighs> Walks the runway. No one stops him. Seduces the lady that's putting on the show. Takes her for a fly, you know? With some fly. of the, like... Holy shit. That looked that might have been some rear projection there, Joe. That fucking very bad. Very unpleasant to the eyes. You thought the fucking the fucking effects extravaganza of the last movie was something. This jeez Louise. Ugh. Fuck, it looks so bad. Them floating in the fucking sky and shit, so bad. 
<laughs> Mortal Kombat 2's fucking pit where it looked, oh, god damn. And then he drops her, and I was just like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And it was. That was the best part of the movie where he drops her, she falls, doesn't look great, but then it just gets cut to everybody getting sprayed with fire extinguishers full of blood. And that made me laugh because I've done that a few times. <laughs> it's good. You've done it before, too. It's fun. I have. It is fun. Uh, yeah, from there, we go back to the kid. And uh, his old man, his dad, has a, has a couple of buddies that are old curmudgeons, too. And it turns out... Like, One of the guy is the guy from the thing whose head melts off and turns into a spider. Yeah. And the other guy, too, is in a shitload of movies. Um, it turns out they're druids, Tom. They're the ancestors of... Jedi. The- yeah, Jedi. Okay. Uh, they have high metachlorian counts. And, but they're not Jedi warriors, Tom. They need warriors to fight the... <laughs> they just don't need any warriors, Joe. They need warriors of virtue. That's true. That's true. And the only way to get these warriors... Is to kill <laughs> so the guy has to kill his son so his son can be fucking resurrected and then have the power of a druid to communicate with fucking nature and make baseballs float in the air. So he fucking fills his shotgun up with fucking ammo, points it at his son's chest, and shoots him right in the heart. And it flies back into some kind of Sam Raimi shot that was almost cool. Yeah. Like Dio said, straight through the heart. Oh, shit, here it comes again. Yeah. Um, so he comes back, and then he's got to do the training, you know, with Yuka <sighs> and learn how to make baseballs fly around. And it looked so bad. It did. This it fucking like- baseball flying around. I mean, God bless them for trying. I'm sure at the fucking time, people were like, oh, that's something all right. The colors don't match up at all, but fuck. You almost had it. Even the dumbest of fucks back in the day, I don't think, could have enjoyed that shit. Unless they were just all fucking hopped up on fucking sugar water sitting in the theaters with piss in their pants, but <laughs> so, so uh, bad. Meanwhile, the warlock is still looking for more pieces of the of the gem, and he goes to a rich guy, an art collector, or a guy that just collects things. He has one. And uh kind of makes a deal with this guy. <sighs> You give me this gem, I'll make you or provide you with the greatest piece of art in your uh, collection. And he turns him into a sculpture, Tom. And the morphing starts out like, oh, this is this might be cool. This might be something. But the finished product just fucking sucks. And it's what just are you like, talking what about, are we Tom? doing here? Eye that was like blinking. And- oh, it sucks. Almost, you almost, again, you almost had it. Almost. Fuck. So, I 
think that's the last one. You know, he and he's cruising back. There's a hooker that he stops and picks up for no reason. Jesus Christ. Then to pull her hair off, you know, her whole scalp off. Um, Peeled her wig back, yeah, as they would say. And it looks like, okay, they put a bald cap on this lady. And then they fucking glued a fucking grocery bag to her head. And just covered that in gel blood. And that was the effect. Almost cool. Because it happens so fast when he peels her fucking wig back. You're just like, oh shit. And then they show a close up of it. And you're just like, oh shit. Almost. It does show you. So that close. That Warlock is dedicated to what he's doing. Because, you know, this is twice in this movie he's had a chance to get laid. It's like, no, I got to get them stones. I got to get the... uh, Well, that's because it was ladies who was coming on to him. Could be. Could be. No, it is. Anyway, he finally gets to the town where the last uh, jam is there. And he has got to fight these new novice druids and the older druids. and, uh, And kicks their asses pretty easily. And he does. He ends up getting the devil out of hell, Tom. Um, what's the devil? The devil looks like Zax, you know, the old Hulk character that's made out of lightning that had an appearance in the Marvel movie, the Hulk something. I don't know the the fucking Asian made Hulk movie. Um, yeah, that looks pretty bad too. Hulk. Yeah. Oh, fucking lightning devil is coming up out of the ground, but our heroes they fucking get their shit together. And are able to stop the the warlock in time. So the warlock melts, and you think it's gonna be fucking awesome. <laughs> There's like two cool shots, like oh shit, it's coming, it's coming. And then I they fucking I'm sure they had like inserts of shit melting off the face to where it was a skull, and. They just didn't use it, I'm guessing. Like, the metal, when he starts melting, I'm just like, oh, shit. I'm going to shut my fucking mouth about how this shit was almost good and almost cool. This is awesome. This motherfucker's melting and shitting. It wasn't. There, there had to be missing shots that the MPAA or something said, trim, trim. This is a weird fucking movie. It's it rated R. There's nudity, but it's like some fucking whimsical fucking bullshit Charles Band would have released after Prehysteria. It has a very weird tone to this fucking thing. Yeah, um... The stuff with Julian Sands where he's going out, you know, just collecting the stones, fucking people up. That shit's pretty good. Uh, and it, it gets interrupted, though, by, you know, the whole druid, you know, training the Jedi, as you say. Um, as I say, that's what the fuck it is. <laughs> you know, but for people who don't give a fuck about Star Wars and don't have that as a fucking... Uh, that baseball about- thing and Luke Skywalker hitting that orb or whatever, it's the same shit, Look, but I know you're better a in Star, Star Wars. Wars fan. You go fucking watch every Star Wars when it comes out. That's your thing. I get it. I don't yeah. just go watch it. 
I dress up and watch it. You do. You're okay? there fucking opening I fucking day. take my pants down, throw my pubic hair up over my head and go. It's what I do. It's what I'm known for, Joe. It's true. But, uh, and that's probably a reason why you're mad at this. Oh, they, you know, how dare they desecrate my Star Wars. Uh, but yeah, that shit sucks. <laughs> so does this. Which it's is, almost worth recommending. Which is a, uh, <laughs> It, you know, it, it could be a good movie. It's almost there, like you said. There's, there's shit like, like I liked it a lot better than the first one. You know, if I have to tell people, hey, which warlock movie? Well, don't skip out in the first one. Just watch this one. Uh, I've never seen it before. I, I've never seen part three, so we'll see what that one holds. But uh, this was all right. I'll never watch it again, but it was fucking all right, man. It's uh, it's got enough for me to say, yeah, that was all right. You know, it wasn't a waste of time is what I would say, Tom. If you're doing a drunken bad movie night with some buddies, this would be a fine one to throw on because it has somewhat of a budget. It's just baffling how everything's almost cool and then it just fucks up, just drops the fucking ball. Uh, there's some almost cool effects in the fucking thing. <laughs> there's like a second of good effects. And if they just would have did a little more, they would have had like two seconds of good effects. It would have been like, oh, shit. But all the CG is just so bad in dated it's uh yeah and you can't just put it on uh like oh it's the time that they were you know cg no it's just not well i'm sure had i seen it back when it came out i would have thought it looked bad you know like like fucking uh the movie sleepwalkers comes to mind that looked bad in the theater i'm sure this looked bad in the theater too yeah i uh I'm glad we only got one more, Joe. <laughs> well, then we got to play the video game, too. I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to go about doing that. An emulator or something, but this I'm, isn't. I'll just watch the videos to see uh, how the game how the gameplay works on that thing. But yeah, this movie did spawn a fucking video game, a Super Nintendo game. Snez for you dickheads out there. Yeah, you collectors or whatever. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, thoughts and prayers. I hope they find you soon, buddy. And I hope it's not your nose that they find in a pile of bear poo poo. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You got one more week, buddy, before we're done talking about you. Let's have them find your bones or something. Your warlock and prayers. Yeah. It'd be funny if they found him with a bunch of gems around him. That would be that would be hmm. But anyway, Tom. Spider-Man's issue one forty seven. Seven. Okay, it's the return of an old villain, Tom. Not very old. Well, we've seen him fairly recently. But it turns out old fucking uh Tarantula is in prison. And he's been working on his shoes. Yeah, he's been saving all the cellophane from his sandwich lunches mm -hmm. that he would just wrap around his shoes, light on fire, and 
scrape on the cell wall in hopes of making new weapons to take down Spider-Man. And luckily he does. He does. He gets a new set of pointy shoes out of his prison time. Fixes those pointy shoes up, kicks a guard real quick, <laughs> climbs out, and jumps off the wall. And who's waiting for him down? The Jackal in the Jackal wagon. And they drive off. And like, oh shit, that's setting up something bad for Spider-Man's, I think. Well, Spider-Man's, he's having a whole rough time, Tom. First of all, he didn't get into <laughs> a man thing. You know, he was sent to fucking Florida to get pictures of the man thing. Didn't get one way ticket, one. I guess. Yeah. So <laughs> J. Jonah Jerklin, justifiably so this time, you know. It's like, hey, we sent you out there on a job, you fucked up. Hey, he's mad. I get it. Uh, but, you know, now Parker, you know, after that adventure in the swamp, he's like, oh, yeah, wait a minute. I'm sad and confused by this whole Gwen Stacy thing. What's going on here? You know who else is sad and confused? Mary Jane Watson, Tom. She's like really sad. She's laying out her heart to Mary fucking Par- or Aunt May. <laughs> Add a Parker Watson, Jane Stacy. Yeah, whatever, yeah. But you know, Aunt May tells her something that I don't remember. Hey, you're you know, if old Ben had a you know <laughs> taken, he'd have never fucked. Old Ben had a narrow urethra. <laughs> so, yeah. Finally, uh, Spiderman's is like kind of swinging around, going crazy, thinking what about he does. Way- uh, Ned had given him a folder confirming that this Gwen Stacy is a clone, Tom. A clone that has all you the... saw that coming. Yeah. She's a clone, and he's thinking about it. And then suddenly, the Tarantula attacks him. Attacks him with a pointy... Boot. Well, that's after fucking Spider-Man does some property damage because he thinks he sees Gwen Stacy in the fucking <laughs> store display. Right, he sees her in a mirror, so we piece of punch. shit. Uh, yeah, kind of shitty, kind of shitty. And then they have some references to like Car Fifty Four. Where are you? That only old fucks like me now would recognize that reference. So it's stupid to do topical references like that <laughs> comic that you think people twenty years from now are. In this case, what, 40 years from now would read? Uh, that's why we didn't bring up Hulk Hogan choking out Richard Belzer. Yeah. I was, you know, when you mentioned that, I was like, was that him? Like, well, why do I want to think that was Jerry Lawler that did that? But, <laughs> that was with Andy Coughing Man. Yeah. Yeah. They had their gimmick. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Richard Belzer, fuck him. Um, oh, speaking of which. Well, Spider-Man's is fighting in the bus. You have a scene with a little Jewish kid that's wearing the yarmulke. And I don't know what that was all about, but he's hanging out with a black kid because, you know, they get along so well. Stan Lee's back for one episode. Right. Issue. Um, yeah, that was an odd scene. But uh, anyway, Spider-Man's is not so tough this time because he gets kicked by one of those pointy shoes and it's got poison on it. That shoe is poison. <laughs> when Spider-Man comes back to consciousness, he's on top of a bridge, Tom. But not just any bridge. This is the bridge where he killed 
Gwen Stacy at. Remember when he threw that web and it snapped her neck when it caught her? Yes. It was on the Brooklyn Bridge. So the jackal, Trilantalula, and Gwen Stacy. Trilula, Trilantalula. And like, hey, this is where you killed her, you motherfucker. And I am the one that set all this up. I made this clone. Me, the jackal. Ha, ha, ha. And they throw him off the bridge. And that's our cliffhanger for this issue, Tom. I mean, if Houdini got out of it. Oh, wait, he didn't. Oh, he did. And neither did Tony Todd. <laughs> so I'm thinking next issue will be the last issue of Spider-Man's that they ever published. Because there's no way he can get out of this one, Tom. Mm-mm. Why they didn't kick him just fucking straight through the head with a pointy shoe? <laughs> I don't know. The world may never know, Joe. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, Joe, I'll be right back. Tom will be right back. And when he's gone, you should uh, bookmark dwnproduction.net on your browser. and Give that a look after you're done with it. Oh, fuck, just put this show on pause. Go over there and see all the, all the masks and movies that he has to offer. And he's always adding new stuff, you know. Sometimes it's a fiberglass mask that has like a a message of suicide on the forehead that they you know oh that's trendy and edgy and that's tom man always so edgy always looking for oh shit that's a suicide note that i can wear on my forehead while wearing a mask that people are gonna love that and i'm sure people do people are buying that stuff left and right so you should get on there and order one while you still have a chance because after that he's gonna put that mold aside for a little while and you won't get one until he makes another one probably next month. But uh, do it now. Do it now. Or don't. Whatever. That shit never works. Oh, it's your last chance. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I hit you up in seven years. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Yeah. Hey, Joe, you like lists? Yeah, sometimes, Tom. I've been known to make a list or two. So, did you like this one? Not as much. Yeah, told you it was going to get a little depressing this week. Yeah, this is our, our sequel <laughs> to last month's or last week <laughs> of uh, childhood fears. This is our current fears, you know, things we are, are afraid of. And uh, I guess my number five, Tom, is the ocean. Still fucking scared of the ocean, Tom. I still don't want to go in there. I don't want to be on a, I don't want to go on a cruise. Or anything and be just surrounded by ocean, not being able to see the land, you know, it's uh it's not for me. Well, I've read I... about the Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Well, Joe, I had an honorable mention. Oh, did That's you? That's why did... I was trying to stop you. But I mean this one's silly and it's nonsensical. Or is it? Because anything can happen. At any time, we're not gonna let anyone hear us, Tom. No, this one you will 100%. Sometimes, Joe, when it's a late night and it's quiet outside and it's dark outside, and I'm walking back inside from the shop to the house, 
I sometimes think a monster's going to get me. Not like a wild animal or a dog. Most times, I think it's going to be the Cloverfield monster. <laughs> but then I think, oh, that thing's just so fucking big, I would hear it. You know, I would hear it from miles away, even though its head would just be right over me. Or, you know, maybe it's maybe it's a werewolf's going to fucking chase me, or an old zombie's going to pop out of that darkness. I know it's illogical as shit. And I'm a fucking grown ass man, Joe. But still, mm -hmm. I always think, oh, is this going to be the day a fucking monster gets me? A monster comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody thinks it's silly until a monster fucking gets you. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's 100% legit. I'm a fucking idiot person, Joe. <laughs> Well, in the movie, the monster always starts by killing some guy out in the sticks. You know, and then it moves on to a more populous era, area. And how ironic would it be if somebody who makes monsters? Mm. We're the monsters, Tom. Yep, I not, not in this one. Well, Joe, my number five would be closing up shop and shutting down DWN Productions because that's it. No, nothing's coming in. It's done, and it's just, it's not sustainable anymore. And then think about, well, what the fuck do I do now? I don't have any skill. Oh, yeah, man, I can put together a movie, get everybody there in time, get it distributed and all this. I make you a mask can make the fucking teeth glossy and shit. All right. We got $9 an hour for you to fucking flip a burger. Oh, if that's if that's all I got, that's that's what I got. Uh -huh. So all these years of sacrificing and trying to build something just what do you do now? Hmm. Kill yourself. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Tom, my number four is your number five. And I call this failure. This <laughs> big failure on my part to sustain my business. And uh it is a uh a close to reality of fear because uh this first quarter like you said it's probably been the worst i've ever experienced i've fallen incredibly behind on a lot of shit that needs to be paid uh people that need to pay me don't seem to understand that or don't seem to care or don't think hey maybe i should have the money to pay for this order before i fucking place it or uh but anyway oh but he's a nice guy he'll do it yeah. Um, you know, I've had this business for years and years and people would say, oh, well, that's not a failure. You had this business for so. Yeah. But you know what? At the end, I couldn't fucking sustain it. And to me, that's that's a failure. And it's a fear that just uh, has grown a whole lot just in the past months, the past few weeks, the past few days. 
tomorrow. Not fun. Not fun shit at all. Mm-mm. Just, hey, at least you're doing what you love. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> oh, Joe, my number four would probably come after, you know, closing down your business and not knowing how to get a job and being unhirable, not having any money. That would be becoming homeless because you don't have the the resources to live in America anymore that's built on capitalism and having money. And that's how this country is run, just by people putting their money into the system and getting a little bit spit back at you. And <laughs> if you can't contribute to that anymore, then fuck you. Go live in your car in the Walmart parking lot until the cops come and say you can't fucking live in this parking lot anymore. And there's nowhere you can go because your car's broke down, so... They take your car, and now hopefully you got some money that you can go buy a tent from that Walmart and set it up in the brush on the freeway. Yeah, but then, hey, that brush is already spoken for because there's other people that are in your spot, have been in your spot for longer. And it's like, hey, we got a pecking order here that you don't know anything about, motherfucker. Not going to be fun. And then you'll probably get sexually assaulted. Yeah, I'm not saying it wouldn't be fun. I'm saying it's not going to be fun. It's a little it's... rougher than camping, I would think. Yeah. This is our future. Mm-hmm. Number three. Tom, at number three, I have the government. <laughs> uh, more specifically, the IRS. Once you owe them money and... uh Once you owe them money, you're going to owe them money for a long time because they have a lot of fucking penalties and fees and shit that just add up. And uh, and they they'll fuck you. They want, you know, once you're in their fucking sites, they can like shut down your fucking, you know, freeze your assets, do all kinds of shit. They can take away everything you have because this is the land of the free and everything you work for is not really yours. It's theirs, you know, at the fucking uh push of a button they can take everything you got and just fuck the shit out of you and there's nothing you can do about it that's some scary shit yes my honorable mention was going to be getting an irs letter but i thought the monster thing was a little bit funnier because it was true and fucking dumb as shit So we had to try and get one laugh out of this fucking miserable list. (laughs) But yeah, even when I was getting a tax return, I was just like, no, it's going to be something in there that's just going to fuck me and it's going to be it. So yeah, uh, it's like getting an IRS letter is like getting a brown envelope from UPS saying you owe money. And I've had that before and it is not fun. Mm-mm. Joe, my number three is probably what would come after being homeless. You know, you're homeless out there, panhandling, trying to get money. 
sometimes you just gotta take a piss where you piss and maybe you piss on the side of the road and pull your dick out in front of a kid who's sitting in a car. (laughs) Well, then the cops are going to come and you're going to go to fucking jail, Joe. And you know what happens in jail? You fucking put saran wrap around your shoes and make fucking little pointy daggers to kick Spider-Man with. Wouldn't wouldn't want to go to jail, Joe, but it can just come out of nowhere for anything. Maybe a government official doesn't like what you said or did sometime, and they have connections to put you in jail, Joe. Yeah, jail's not fun. Mm-hmm. Not fun. I should say prison. Yeah. That sounds a little more than just, oh, I went to county for a couple days because I shit on the side. Why? <laughs> but I'm talking about prison, Joseph. Okay. Well, either way, neither one of them, I would imagine, is fun. Uh, the prison, I have no experience with, but jail is not fun either. Uh, Tom, at number two, I have my body. <laughs> Which uh, seems to be betraying me as a plate. <laughs> you know, uh, it's not just like little things like my vision, just fucking like, yeah, I'm an old man. I can't see right anymore. But lately, Tom, like, you know, I've been trying to stay healthy. I've been trying, you know, to me and the dog go out for a, a walk and a run. But it turns out my knee is not agreeing with me. You know, I have a knee that's like, what the fuck is going on here? Why is this hurting? I didn't do anything weird. You know, I didn't, you know, I didn't fucking fall on my knee. I didn't like stretch, but it's just, it's just hurting now when we're out there for this walk. It's like, what the fuck? Am I not going to be able to walk after a while? My body's saying, fuck you. We're done. We're done. I don't know. I don't go to the doctor because I'm afraid of what else they would find. I'm I'm sure they would find some crazy shit. I don't want to know. I'm afraid of my body, Tom. (laughs) Well, Joe, it's not not often that we hit the same thing on the same number. But mine is also the body and medical things, more specifically the eventual brain disease that I'm sure I'll have seen is how both parents were afflicted with such things. It's almost a complete certainty that it will definitely happen to me. And I just hope to fuck that I have my faculties about me that I end it when I need to, and it doesn't. Oh, it was, if I would have done it a day sooner, I would have understand how to kill myself. I remember my dad at some time, uh, my uh, stepmom was telling me like how he was fiddling with his gun, apparently fucking trying to kill himself, but his brain was just gone at that time and he couldn't do it. And it was just, fuck so i just hope to fuck i'm gonna be like jordy Verrill. god please just this once <laughs> fuck 
Knock on wood, Joe. Yeah. Mm. Number, and number one, this is one, it. Tom, and this is a fear I've had since I uh, became a parent, since I became a family person, I guess, and that is a uh, home invasion. That's the the thought of this fucks me up, like being helpless while my family is in danger, while my loved ones are in danger, and there's nothing I can do about it but just wait for my turn to die. Mm. Yeah, just uh, not not a pleasant thing. So these home invasion movies, as ridiculous as some of them are, they always kind of fuck me up. And it's like, you know, what would I do? I was like. Am I going to fumble and fucking forget uh, the code to the fucking gun safe at that time? <laughs> you know? uh, Are you going to have time to get to the gun safe? Right, yeah. You, you know? got to pretend like they come in, oh, give me the money, give me the money. And you got to pretend that they don't know that you have a gun in the safe right. and how are you going to get it? And it's also like money. Don't you listen to the DWN's Terrible Harbor <laughs> Crap podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts? Huh? If anything so like that, <laughs> if anything like that happens, I always think that I'll just fucking nut up and just go berserk and just start like gouging into their eyes and just going animalistic and just biting them and ripping shit off and shit. Who knows really how that would be? But if yeah. someone's coming at you with a gun, you think, oh, it's already over. Might as well turn into a fucking werewolf. Yeah, I mean, I would think that too. That you know, I would like to think that, but you know, somebody has a somebody has a gun to Lisa's head. For know, sure. What the fuck am I gonna do? But just stand there like fucking like a fucking idiot. Uh, I don't know. It's scary shit to me. I understand, Joe. My number one is dying alone. And losing everybody. Like I don't have much family. As it is right now. And you know the way things are. Panning out. I will probably be the last one alive. Just as a. As a good cosmic joke. You know. Uh, I That would probably be. How I would want it to. Just so the family and loved ones. I do have left. Don't have to deal with that pain. They'll just be like, All right, I'll take it. Don't worry about it. I'm a miserable fuck already. So you guys can just die before me and it'll it'll be what it is, but uh, gonna gonna die old alone and a brain full of pudding, Joe. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. And like I said last week, this was going to be very depressing. Joe, are we going to pick it up next week? Yeah, but I haven't thought of a, a Fuck. week, so I'll get with you that uh, on t that tomorrow or the next day. But, <laughs> but hopefully something a little bit more uplifting, uh, something we can laugh at, because uh, uh, there's enough depression in our lives <laughs> as mm. it is being business people. Uh, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So everybody, hey, thanks for tuning in whenever the fuck you did. I hope you have just a just a great, great week. But uh 
not too good. Otherwise, you'll make Joe and I feel even worse about ourselves. (laughs) If you need something made, painted, sculpted, sucked, hit me up. DWNProductions.net Go there. Nothing new's been added, but maybe you've never been there and seen the shit that's there. I'm not even sure that it was there. I'd like to paint somebody a cool bio helmet, but nobody seems to give a <laughs> fuck. Joe, I'd like to do a lot of things, but nobody seems to nobody seems to give a fuck. That's okay. I don't either. So dwnproductions.net. All right. And then fastcustomshirts.com. Uh, if you need custom work, I am pretty busy right now, but I'm also really broke. So chances are I will take your order, but there's going to come a point probably within the next week or so when I'm going to have to say, no, I can't take any more orders, even though I need the money. Cause I can't overwhelm myself and not get shit done properly. So, uh, get in before that happens or don't, I guess I don't fucking know. And I'm at to the point right now where I don't care. Uh, whatever happens is gonna happen, but fastcustomshirts.com. Go there, don't. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hope your week is merry and bright, and God willing, we'll be back here next week. All right, boy, God. The song, you heard.